The following content is brought to you by Mind Initiative Incorporated. The opinions expressed in the following conversation are of the hosts and do not in any way represent the opinions of Mind Initiative as a whole. Some themes in this series may be distressing or triggering for some listeners and so viewer discretion is advised. If any of the content does trigger uncomfortable feelings or cause distress, we encourage you to reach out to us via our Facebook page or seek further support from beyondblue.org or contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 for 24-7 over-the-phone support. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we all stand and we extend our respect to the elders, both past and present. Hi everybody, I am William Fletcher and this is my co-host Jason. Hello everyone. And welcome to the Mind to Mind uh, podcast where we speak about a wide range of topics surrounding psychology and how to stay on top of your mental health. So today we are going to be talking about the generalisation and misuse of diagnostic terms in situations that aren't appropriate really and on people who aren't actually officially diagnosed. So what do you think about this topic, Jason? I think it's actually a big thing. Like mental health has become uh, a very mainstream kind of topic. I mean, we have Are You OK Day and more organisations are looking out for people's mental health and psychological safety. And I think we've kind of become a society where we now um, feel like we've got enough knowledge that we generalise the terms. And like we might see someone who's having a bad day and we might say, oh, that person's bipolar, they're angry all the time or something like that. Or um person's really hard to talk to and they go, oh, that person's autistic, they're so hard to talk to or something like that. And, you know, unless you're actually uh, familiar with the diagnostic process and everything else, the generalisation of those kind of terms can be belittling both to the person that you're kind of stigmatising, but to society in general, you kind of, you're making those diagnoses just a general kind of everyday thing rather than understanding what the real struggles are for those people. That's what I think is going on there. Yeah. I have every now and then, not very often, but sometimes I do hear random people maybe on like the bus or, or on the train, you know, speaking about these diagnoses. And you can tell that they are not diagnosed themselves or probably don't really know anybody in close contact that have that have these conditions. And it does sometimes make me feel a bit angry in, inside, just hearing these um these people talk almost like self-labeling, like they think that they have these problems when they really don't. I guess something that does kind of grind my gears is people who, who, who do complain about problems that aren't really big, real problems in the grand scheme of things. And mental health conditions definitely can be major problems in uh, certain severities, depending what it is, how intense it is. But if you're just, you know, just a person who is mentally healthy without any real serious mental conditions, it can come across as pretty insensitive when you do have these conditions and you hear people just talking about them with very little respect or really any real life experience about what they're talking about. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. 
it can it can also like you might not mean it but a person could overhear you and suddenly that person could be starting to lose confidence and question themselves based all on this overheard conversation from you just generalizing this term like a, a one might be oh my god um she's so thin she must have an eating disorder and then someone that is perfectly healthy suddenly feels like they're not eating correctly because of someone else making some snide comment about the way how they look and we really don't want to cause people that kind of anguish in society by labeling them and stigmatizing them in that kind of way yes i mean like i was uh diagnosed myself with ocd quite a long time ago very recently in the past couple of years i would safely say that i probably outgrown it or just don't really have the symptoms anymore but back in like when I was a teenager and I was diagnosed I do remember like my school friends saying that like oh Will but you don't you, um, you're not like a neat freak or you don't like sort your bedroom to perfection and I always said to him well for me it's more of like a obsession with thoughts and you know thoughts of you know causing harm or thoughts of like 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 sacrilegious thoughts or like and I guess it just kind of made me a bit frustrated how people seem to like misinterpret the diagnosis and how these real diagnoses can be different to certain people and people just love to generalize it and make fun of it and I guess I mean like joking about it is also you know therapeutic and like helping the person who has it make it feel like it's less of a problem but it can go the other way where it can just make the person who has it feel angry because they feel like the people around them are misunderstanding them and kind of just you know watering it down and thinking like they don't really care they definitely can and and when you don't feel acknowledged and when you don't feel supported generally it brings on something else such as like depression or something like that because you don't feel like you're taken taken seriously and you don't feel like you can get the help you need to heal i feel now more than ever it's is is such a better time for mental health in australia than it was even a decade ago mostly because of all the new research is coming about coming out about mental health conditions the promotion of of um of the lifeline helpline number and the advertisement of it and just overall increase in uh in support and counseling services over mental conditions that are now easier to diagnose with less stigma than they had even 10 years ago and definitely 20 30 years ago but yeah this is just one problem that that sort of um remains and it does spread a lot of misunderstanding and misinformation about these very real disorders yeah i mean the the statistics are is one in six people will suffer from a mental health condition over their lifetime so generally you're going to run across someone that has had a mental health condition in your day-to-day -day life so if you're kind of being uh, blasé with those kind of terms and everything else you probably are going to hurt someone that you know and, and probably respect their feelings as you said joking with someone about it can be perfectly fine if you know what that person's situation is and that person's open to 
you making fun of it and everything else. But that's a judgment call on you actually knowing what's going on in that person. And there's a respected relationship going backwards and forwards between you. If you don't have that respected relationship, it's probably not the best kind of outcome to joke about it with that person when they might be feeling really hurt at that point in time. But as you said, mental health conditions are a lot more aware now and there's a lot more outreach out there as well. So SANE forums is a great place for people with lived experience that have had those um, mental health conditions to, to be able to be there and talk to people that are going through the initial stages of this kind of discovery and understanding exactly what they're going through and, and what steps to take next to help them out. Mm, yeah. And with my experience of having friends, you know, sort of making fun-ish of my condition, which was OCD, and the fact that I took um, SSRI antidepressant medication on top of that, which is also used to treat anxiety. And they kind of spoke out of uh, out of kind of like a, a, an inexperienced position, like as I said before. they I guess they weren't really trying to tease or hurt, but like every time they they like brought up these jokes i do feel like that in a way i was kind of being hurt by it but i never really seemed to um to like tell them to stop i just kind of ran with it and took it because i didn't really feel what they were saying was really that bad but looking back on it now i probably should have told them that it was probably better for me to maybe it, it also kind of like kind of like my part to maybe further educate them and light up their their ignorance than just letting them continue to speak to me about my condition in this way. And that's what I could, 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 sort of took away from all of that. But as I said, now I, I'm, I've been out of school for almost 10 years now, so I don't see those guys anymore. So I don't really have that problem anymore. Now with the friends that I have now, they know me a lot more personally and our sense of humour is a lot more genuine and understandable. Cool. It sounds like really good progress for you anyway. It does, yeah. yeah. But I, I can't really seem to like, I mean, I can't blame them because I, I also feel like the ignorance wasn't part of my fault for not really, I guess, enlightening them, enlightening them to my situation. But it's just the way it was back then. And, and the funny thing is that back then for me, is probably not as far back for other people or maybe you or like other people because back in my teens, it was the 2010s, it was one decade ago while, you know, you, Jason, grew up in, in, in the 80s. So coming from you, you probably have a very different set of experience to what I have had when it comes to this. Yeah, mental health conditions really didn't exist back then. It was maybe depression was something recognised or something really bad like schizophrenia, but, yeah, I don't remember hearing a lot about it. What I wanted to ask you, though, is do you ever say to yourself, oh, it's my autism acting up today or something like that? Do you ever feel like you think to yourself that you're blaming what you've got or, you, or do you just think that's just... No. I never really, um, you know, blame my autism for for a lot of things. I just kind of come back to it's just, you know, the way I am. 
because the funny thing, growing up as a kid, me and my autism, I never really thought it was that much of a problem. It was just the way other people perceived me. That was really the problem. But I have noticed that sometimes, more often now, I do sometimes think, is, is my autism like affecting my behavior in a in a negative way but i always seem to not think about it for too long and more more often than not usually when i'm anxious about certain things it, it's it's about other things that come and go but now being with code blue for autism for a year now i now have a group of people who are supportive and see me as the way I am and see a lot of similarities in them as well. And not just autistic people, but just people in general. I didn't really see before. Sounds like you feel connected anyway. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm not without problems. I mean, I, I, I had a lot of speed bumps and hiccups through my teenhood, but through support and communicating to the people around me, what was troubling me, I was able to cancel it out and overcome it and learn from it. And that's that's the important part is like everyone yeah. is going to have problems. You could be the most normal person. I mean, even all of our superheroes that we have on on movies today, they only make movies about superheroes because superheroes have problems that they need to overcome, right? Yeah. Yeah. That we're going to have problems that we need to overcome, and it's about the people around us that support us that really makes life different. So, you know, probably like my tip there is if you want to feel like you're supportive to your friends that might be going through stuff, don't generalize this stuff, don't just make jokes about it and and be insensitive to the diagnostics of it. Um, if you actually like, oh you know, you're acting ADHD today, you know, settle down, stop eating the sugar or something like that. Maybe um, ask the person, hey, what's going wrong? Rather than make those kind of terms. And they might actually say that, you know, something's up, something's got them on edge. Talk to them in that kind of way because I really appreciate it rather than um, just pushing something on them because you've heard that term before. I do agree with that because instead of, you know, coming up with humor that at face value can sound very shallow and insensitive and ignorant you could also just you know attempt to you know make a deeper connection and a more genuine connection of actually finding out what is uh troubling this person and actually learning more about their mental state and actually causing some real report and and understanding and possibly even recovery in a way and, and that's the better option to go with anyway yeah. all the time I think we pretty much. So yeah, that's basic. Yeah, I think I have. I don't really have anything else more to say about it. Okay. Well, All any right. thoughts before we wrap up? As always, if anything that we have discussed in this episode has uh, made you feel uncomfortable or made you feel triggered, um, always know that you can call Lifeline on 13, 11, 14. They're just one call away. And as always, I hope you have uh, enjoyed what we have had to say about this in this episode and I hope that this episode has put your mind in a better place and as always thanks for watching and take care